Bill O'Reilly here, Friday, January 29, 2021. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America. President Biden's first 10 days inside the Oval Office now in the books, and controversy is the theme. The new president spending the week signing a series of executive orders most intended to undo policies implemented by Donald Trump. In his first few days, Mr. Biden moved against the oil industry, barring drilling and energy exploration on federal lands. Then, he attempted to implement a 100-day freeze on all deportations of undocumented immigrants, even criminals. That order was quickly suspended by a federal judge. President Biden then reversed Mr. Trump's military ban on transgendered soldiers and started the process of rejoining the Paris Climate Accord. He also focused on the country's fight against COVID, Mr. Biden promising 300 million vaccines by the end of summer, telling reporters is, quote, nothing we can do to change the trajectory of the disease in the next several months, unquote. Well, that's discouraging. Perhaps the most revealing play this week was President Biden's focus on racial equity. Mr. Biden ordered the government to conduct assessments of all federal agencies to, quote, advance equity for all including people of color and others who have been historically underserved, marginalized, and adversely affected by persistent poverty and inequality. Now, you can't have equity for all because equity singles out people and groups for special status. It is the opposite of equality in government, as I have been reporting. Also, Instead of promoting unity, President Biden has quietly endorsed the impending impeachment trial of Donald Trump, which, as we stated yesterday, is never going to lead to a conviction. So why are we going through this? It is becoming clear that Joe Biden is less interested in bringing the country together, that's my opinion, and more interested in promoting the progressive wing of the Democratic Party. Now, it is possible that Mr. Biden may not even fully understand what he's doing, but the far-left forces behind him surely understand, and they are thrilled by President Biden's first week in office. Coming up, the message of the day. Listeners, sound off. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. Listeners, sound off. We do this every Friday here on the O'Reilly Update. You can reach me, Bill, at BillOReilly.com, Bill at BillOReilly.com, name in town if you wish to opine. First letter comes from Sandra in Hector, Minnesota. After a federal judge blocked President Biden's executive order on deportation, why can that not be done for the pipeline? Good question, Sandra. It's law versus commerce. So it's federal policy under immigration law, to deport people for various offenses when they come to the USA illegally. Joe Biden didn't change the law. He just put a blockage on it for 30 days. But a judge immediately said, you don't have the right to do that because a president can't change laws. 
on the pipeline, the XL pipeline, that goes across state lines and is on some federal territory. That means the president of the United States is in charge and he can stop the use of the pipeline. So it's really law versus commerce. Next letter comes from Judy in Minot, North Dakota. How can all of those jobs in the fossil fuel industry be ended on the basis of a promise of new jobs in the green fuel industry? Should they wait to end fossil fuel dependency until after the green jobs are created? Yes, they should, Judy. But that wouldn't be politically correct because the progressives want climate change to be defeated now. So thousands of Americans will lose their jobs. Michael is in Selma, Alabama. Could you give me some examples, Bill, what some green jobs are going to look like? Well, I guess uh, you'll have solar heating panels being manufactured and installed. You got wind. I don't know if they're making the windmills someplace. I think they are because some of them are already in use. But there's no way these jobs are going to be quickly up and running. It's just not going to happen. Howard is in Sun City, Florida. Bill, the equity plan, as presented by President Biden, is an executive action, not an executive order. Please explain. An executive action is a general thing. We're going to look at income inequality or something like that. An executive order is, you better do this and do it now. That is the difference. Okay, next letter is from B, B-E-A, in Tacoma, Washington, a city which is having some trouble with the far-left loons. Bill, do you believe President Biden is actually writing all these executive orders and actions? B, I don't. And that is not a condescending statement. Presidents don't write executive orders. Their legal people write them, the counsels, the lawyers. But the president has to sign off, and surely Mr. Biden wants a Green New Deal to the tune of $2 trillion. That's what he has told America we're going to spend on that. And we are going to pay for it, B. Higher taxes coming fast. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve that message by actually putting it together. In a moment, something you might not know. Now, the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. The United States is home to some of the most diverse landscapes found anywhere on the planet. Mountains, deserts, plains, rainforests, glaciers. The USA actually contains 26 different climate types within our borders. But one of the Earth's rarest ecosystems only exists in South Florida, the Everglades. The tropical wetland that comprises the Everglades is 8,000 square miles, featuring slow-moving rivers, marshes, floodplains, and even palm-covered beaches. European settlers try to drain the swamp in the Everglades for 350 years before giving up. The ecosystem is the rarest environment on Earth. The region houses 360 species of birds, 75 different reptiles, 50 types of mammals, and a few humans. The swamp is home to about 9,000 people, most living in elevated houses to avoid daily floods and dangerous 
creatures. Watch out! There are more than two dozen different animals in the glades that can kill you, including alligators, saltwater crocodiles, venomous snakes, panthers, bears, and more. Wildlife tours generate hundreds of millions of dollars for folks looking to see some of the animals. The Everglades is Florida's biggest tourism destination after Disney World and the coastal beaches. And here's something else you might not know. The most dangerous species found in the Everglades arrived sometime in the late 20th century, the Burmese python. Researchers believe some idiot threw a python or two into the glades to get rid of the snakes because they were being kept as pets. Now, researchers say there are a half million pythons living in the glades, some over 20 feet long. The government of Florida will actually pay you to journey into the swamp and kill the snakes. Local officials spend millions each year. The dead serpents are turned into boots, jackets, watch bands, and even food. Floridians consume tons of python meat each year now, with some adventurous eaters shelling out 50 bucks a pound. Can I have a salad with that python? Back after this. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.